Greetings, D&D players, enthusiasts, and observers alike, and welcome back to Chronicles of Kriath. My name is Emma, and I will be your DM today and every day that this wonderful campaign exists. As usual, we are going to go ahead and introduce our lovely players. So going around our virtual table today, we are going to start with the dad of the party, Jeremy. Hello, everyone, and I'm Jeremy, and I'm lovely, and I play Damien. Damien is the resident dad of the party, and he uh, tries to keep everything balanced and gets his ass handed to him because of it. Indeed. Indeed he does. But moving on, we have Gia. I wasn't prepared. Uh, hi, I'm Gia. I'm playing Chatwin Darcy, reborn sorcerer. I'm having a great time. Chatwin isn't. That's what matters. Well, Chatwin hasn't been having a good time for quite some time at this point. <laughs> but we will move on to someone who is having a slightly better time, which is Rosie. Oh, fuck, I wasn't prepared either. Thanks. Hi, I'm Rosie. I'm playing I'm playing a lot of champion fighter for the city of Kriath and Ultimate Pretty Boy. And I have a fairy, so I may as well be Link. Who's Link? Legend of Zelda, hello. What's that? Listen, Rubo. I don't got time for your shit today. Anyway, speaking of Rubo, we now have his player, Nathan. What's up, everybody? I'm Nathan, and I play Rubo, the fuckboy extraordinaire. Stabby Stab Rogi, a uh, lover of Aelon, and cool guy all around. Sadly, Rulon ended whenever you said you didn't know what Who Link was. Yeah. Well, Rubo has never played The Legend of Zelda. Thank you. Well, now that our ship hopes and dreams are dead, let's go over to the starry boy who will hopefully restore some hopes and dreams. We have Andrew. I mean, I don't know about dreams, because he doesn't dream. But yes, I'm Andrew. I play the Elthu, uh, Lizardfilk Reborn, Druid, Cleric of the Sadar-related subclasses, LARPing as a ranger, because he's got a bow now. Indeed. So, uh, last session, we kicked off Arc 2 with a bit of a planning uh, extravaganza. Our party woke up in the Feywilds, realized that they needed to get back ASAP because they had spent two weeks of material plane time in the Feywild and they needed to get their asses back to the material plane. And once they had, they realized that they weren't quite in agreement with how they wanted to travel. After a lot of deliberation, they decided that they were going to go around the channel on foot, make their way down through the snakeskin fields, and head to Verdif, the religious city on the coast of Escargo Island. Now that they've left the Feywild and the Sparkling Grove and have traveled a bit further north, they stumbled upon a farm that has already sold them a horse and has agreed to take them to a friend who can supply them with a cart after they pick their horse. So we're going to go ahead and cut back really quick before we uh, venture over to Damien and Delthu who are handling the inspection of horseshoes. We are going to go ahead and cut back very briefly to Rubo and Elon. What did you guys end up doing as everyone else kind of wandered off. Well, what time of day is it? 
It's about midday at this point. Oh, okay. Good question. I think I, I kind of like stop hugging that lady and I kind of, well, if you guys want to get back to whatever work you have to do, um, we'll, we'll just wait for our friends over by the stable, I suppose. All right. And she would kind of nod and wish you the best of luck, give you another like nice motherly rub on the shoulder and then point out the the barn across the way and then return to picking weeds with her daughter. Uh, as, as we're walking over there, I kind of turned to Elon and I'm like, I never realized how nice your hair looks in the sunshine. It's I feel like it's been kind of a crazy couple days. Hold on. Hold on. Stops moving. Looks at the grass. Eliana, where the hell are you? Oh, yeah. Eliana. <laughs> you feel a small weight settle upon your shoulder. That's familiar. And Aliana drops her invisibility spell. It's like, did I do good? Not at first, but you recovered. That's all that matters. Good. I panicked. I wasn't sure what else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. What are you saying, Rubo? Oh, uh, nothing. Nothing important. You, are you all right? I'm not quite sure. I've got a lot on my mind, and. I don't know how a horse is going to help. Did you want to walk around? Is what's? No, I mean it. It doesn't really matter to me if we're being clear on it. What you think matters to me. Honestly, I think the quickest and shortest path is most efficient. But that's how I've been trained. So, but I I have to also accommodate that I have comrades. We have other places to go. So. I I, I want to get down to this Raphael's problem. That's what's been really bothering me. Me too. You know, it's just because it's in your training doesn't mean it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing to take the long way sometimes and, you know, spell the roses or whatever. Yeah, I need to learn to do that. I've been doing a lot of work and this is supposed to be like a vacation. So what about you? I I don't know. I mean, you have your your house now. <laughs> yeah. How, how exactly does that, what is that for? He kind of looks down at the ground for a second. He's like, I, I guess it's for somebody that used to be important to me. And I, I guess I don't know how important it really is, but I guess that's the whole reason I'm even out here. I don't know. I guess you talk to a goddess of, fate and maybe that's the real reason i'm out here right it's what i'm starting to believe kind of crazy right the fates let me meet you that's pretty cool yeah this is an interesting group yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do with this house that's or this and i like kind of like tucked into my like bag i like have that sword tied up and i'm like or this thing to be honest it's i don't know if it's useful to me or not honestly i mean do the runes kind of look similar to the ones on mine, actually, Emma? You can go ahead and make a quick investigation check and sort of check it out. I will do that. That is a 12 on the dice, plus a 0, so 12. All right, with a 12, you kind of take the sword from Rubo and hold the two side by side. They're definitely very different styles of runes. 
they definitely weren't made by the same magic, nor do I, any of them, regardless of the style that they were carved into the weapon with, they don't really hold any similar shapes that you would be able to identify between the two. Okay. Well, I was going to say maybe it was, I don't know, fae related. I mean, but they both have like some markings kind of on them. You should try it out. See if it does anything, I guess. I don't know. Like, what's the point of a wooden sword? I don't know. It's, it seems magical to me, if I guess. But, I mean, the things she usually wants are are mostly magical in nature, I guess. So, I, I kind of assumed, but it doesn't seem to do anything. I've tried to focus on it, see if it would reveal anything to me, and it, it hasn't seemed to react. I, I really don't know much either on what to do. Play around with it when you get bored. See if you can figure anything out. I'm also not very good with a sword, to be honest with you, so... You want me to show you? Yeah, I think I'd like that at some point. Sure. It's not that hard. I uh, I pull out one of my daggers uh, and, like, twirl it around. I'm like, these are easy to handle. I'm, like, twirling and flipping it around in my hands. And I'm like, but a sword is just it's a, a, a big thing to handle. It's It's a little bit, you know, it weighs a little bit more, but... Here, can I see one of your knives? Uh, sure, and I kind of twirl it and hand it to the, the hilt side to you. I grab it and I try flipping it a little bit. Do I need to roll for that, Emma? I got an 18 in dexterity, so... <laughs> yeah, I would say make a dex check to make sure that you flip it in your hand and don't stab yourself with it. <laughs> 17 on a dice. Uh, I had a plus four in dex, so... Was it 21? Yeah, nice. You get the hang of handling this thing pretty quick, especially since you, once you start like tossing it up in the air and getting a rhythm going, you can see how easily he maneuvers these, especially like he's far more used to throwing daggers and stabbing things than you are with your swords. Yeah, so Elon just starts flipping it around. And it's just like it it's still a blade to me. I pull the another one out. And I start to twirl it around. I'm like, the other good thing is that I can do this. And I'll, I'm going to roll sleight of hand to try to like discreetly hide the dagger. That's a 16 plus 5 is a 21. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to like twirl it for a second. And then like all of a sudden, just like it's not in my hand kind of thing. Um, and I, you know, I didn't like sheath it away. It just kind of hides. I kind of like tuck it up under my sleeve or something. Elon, I would say you have to roll perception for that one to try and see where it's. If you can see that he tucked it away. Probably not. Two plus two is four. Definitely not. You see him twirling the blade. All of a sudden his hand dips a little and then he comes back up and there's no blade in his hand. You can't really do that very well with a sword, to be honest. Very true. And then I like produce, I, I quickly produce the dagger from the hand that it didn't disappear out of. I have to keep an eye on you. I, I'm pretty good with my hands. Uh, let's go meet the others. Yeah, the others, yeah. And you two kind of fall into a lull as you finish your trek to the barn and convene with Damien and Delthu, who are following what you would assume to be the husband of the woman you previously spoke to. As you all come up on the barn, and he looks over at you and is like, Oh, did you bring more friends? Oh, yes, and it's just those two. <laughs> All right. 
He'll wordlessly wave to all of you. I'm dead. And you will follow him into a currently empty barn as all the horses are currently out to pasture. But he'll, Damien, show you over to the supply of horseshoes that they've got that they've sort of set off to the side along with like an area to tie the horses for when they shoe them. Yeah. What condition are the horseshoes in? The new ones? Taking a look at them, you don't have to roll for this. You're very experienced with this as a blacksmith. They're not in the best condition necessarily. Uh, They definitely look, you know, a few farmers around like the small town area that you grew up in would repurpose shoes sometimes if they were a little low on cash. So these look like they were probably like rehammered and repurposed, not necessarily brand new, recently forged shoes. But they look to be in decent shape, at least. And they would definitely get a farmer by. Though you're not sure how well they would travel. Well, I I mean, I guess the shoes will do for farming work. But probably not good for long distance travel. You mind if I buy two of the four off of you for the horse we're going to get? So I can try to rework it? Throw me another gold and that's fine. Yeah, I'll toss him a gold. He'll catch it, put in his pocket. All yours, friend. He'll pick up a set of the four shoes and hand it over to you. I'm going to go look for like an isolated place in the field and just like a fail through and be like, you wanted to talk to the horses? Go ahead. Pick out the one that you like the most. Yes. Um, but do you have any recommendations of what may be good to look for in a horse? You want one that's fairly strong and preferably got an attitude on them. A little bit of one at least. They don't spook as easy if they've got an attitude. No offense, can I come tag along? I really, really want to see this. Sure, it would be no problem. Thanks. Rubo, you want to help me set up a temporary forge? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Should have brought Chatwin. She could get it real, real hot. I was thinking of trying to do something like that. That would be pretty cool. I mean, I can always have my son bring her over. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. And you just see him duck out of the barn and really quickly, like, whistle very loudly. And Chatwin on the other side, up near the house, you would hear this whistle sort of echo across the fields. And you see Clay immediately look up and just be like, I guess Dad's calling us. Let's go. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. I was sitting writing in my little journal and saw and just kind of like totally caught off guard because I was it's so in my own little world trying to pass this awkward time going, oh, okay. All right. Snap it closed. And he'll hold the door open for you as he'll lead you out towards the barn. And a couple of minutes later, uh, Chatwin and the sun would come down. Uh, is everything okay? Wow. Rubo came up with an idea that we might ask you to help me make a temporary forge. The the horseshoes on the horses out there and the new ones they got are not fit for long distance traveling. I was going to try and reshape it. Mm. I'm going to use Produce Flame or try to. Okay, so you guys kind of head out into an isolated spot in the field and you start setting up like some kindling and stuff to create the fire that you might use for this forge. And... You're going to go ahead and cast Produce Flame, you said? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, I'm going to be using Control Flames to make sure we don't set off any sort of accidental bit of fire in the area. Mm-hmm. Damien, as you kind of put the fin- finishing touches on like arranging all the kindling and the, the bigger pieces of wood and grass that would 
make this fire heat up to the place where you need it to be. You sort of stare at it. It's like, and you're starting to think about like, okay, I really need this to light and get to this temperature. And all of a sudden you see smoke sort of rising off as the kindling starts to catch. Then the flame starts to grow and grow. And you're like, when did Chatwin set the fire? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to turn back and look at Chatwin and be like, did you do that? Or did it really work? Uh, no, I'm here ready to control it in case it gets a bit out of hand. Yes, it worked. Oh, that's... Could you not do that before? <sighs> no. I have no idea how I have done any of the weird things that I have done. They have just happened. Oh, um, I, I mean, you're probably a bit of a late bloomer. That's all right. Everything that I can do manifested itself when I was, like, 10. If you want, I can... We can test out some, when we get the time, we can test out some more things and uh, see what else you can do. Sure. And he's going to, like, take his Warhammer, slam it on the ground, right, so that, like, it's flat facing up, and then pull out his smithing hammer, put the horseshoes in with the tongs, pull them out, beat them against his hammer. (laughs) Like, lay them on his Warhammer to beat them with his hammer to clean them up, using his Warhammer as an anvil. Interesting. I don't know if uh, you have like a crafting check. That will be 13. Not great. Definitely not the best, but it's suitable enough with your years and years of experience, especially like this was the kind of stuff that you worked on in your small town. Most of the time you spent um, the majority of your summers forging and reforging horseshoes. Horseshoes and tools. Yeah. Mm hmm. And so this is like second nature to you at this point. And even though it's definitely not your best work, it is definitely more functional than the horseshoe that you started with. Okay. For travel, at least. You like reshape the shoe so that it's rather than supporting for like uneven ground, like they would find like plowing the fields out here or just hanging out in the pasture, you're able to... There's a different design that you know of that's better suited to cobblestone that you reforge it to so that they'll be able to carry you guys for the longer journey on hopefully the roads, as that would probably be your fastest bet. Sounds good. But yeah, as you guys kind of watch him bring this to life, Felthu, he would lead you over to you and Elon over to where the horses are and he would kind of gesture to the pasture where five horses stand uh, munching away on grass and he would go the big gray ones uh, he's spoken for that's the one we need for all our plowing he's the the muscle of this herd if you will but rest of them take your pick and he gestures and the other four are definitely like slightly smaller. The the big gray one that he pointed out definitely looks more like a draft horse than your standard cart horse. But the other four uh, are various different shades of like there's like a dark brown one, a lighter chestnut, a black horse, and then something like a palomino type. Uh, all again, sort of standing together for the most part, munch, munch, munching in the field. 
first I'm going to turn to the guy and just ask him, and, and what if the, the big one happens to want to leave? Well, I'm sorry, but we need him. No, I, I understand. I was just curious. All right. Thank you. Um, and I guess I'll walk into the closer to the horses cast speak with animals and i it doesn't say it's a different language they just can i what is it uh i can comprehend and verbally communicate with them so i think for the sake of this i will be speaking in druidic to them yeah i think it's definitely correct in assuming that it's less of a language and more of a like i would say you definitely take on the Elon, you and this other farmer, as he kind of approaches, you guys would hear him sort of making horse sounds, <laughs> which is very interesting because he's like, his jaw, like his mouth is moving in ways that y you were not aware that a lizard's mouth could to make some of those like neighing noises. I, I kind of just like side talk. I'm like, I, I guess you learn something new every day. I guess so. I mean, if he could teach me how to do that, that'd be mighty useful. I, I, I think it's magic. Well, I sure ain't don't know how to do any damn magic, but... The problem would be then you'd have your horses back-talking you. <laughs> That's definitely something I don't need. My son does enough of that for me. <laughs> Watches in anticipation. And and yeah, I will, I will speak to the horses. Um, gre greetings, beasts. Uh, well, Burden, I suppose. Are any of you interested in going on a bit of a travel, some sort of adventure, so to speak? And they all kind of look up at you, and the black one kind of steps up, obviously the braver of the five, and is kind of like, what do you mean by adventure? Well, we require, well, well rather, we have purchased one of you, I suppose, but it doesn't seem right to not ask to go off and travel around this land to get to the other side of the channel, I believe. From there, I suppose, further south. You would have to pull a cart, I believe, or carry someone. And they all kind of nod, start looking at each other, and the one kind of pipes up and is obviously like the younger of the five. It's the Palomino one. And it goes, no one's really asked us what we want before. Did get that impression. I don't believe many people with this ability come around here. More so, I'm not sure if they would care. It's a strange thing. Uh, we're all creatures under the stars, after all. So, I, like I would mentioned, I thought it only right to ask. Well, we appreciate you asking. And this is the, uh, the chestnut one speaking. I know that as far as pulling carts... Let's see, what do they call us again? I've forgotten what names they call us by. It doesn't really matter quite so much. Al over there nods over to the gray one. And my son, Rob, nods over to the Palomino one. They do more of the uh, cart pulling. The larger one is spoken for, as I've been told. Well, then if it's all right with you, both of you, I suppose, um, come along for, well, for him to come along. And they all kind of look over to Rob. As she called him, and he just goes, I I get to go on an adventure? If you wish to come, yes. I mean, it's better than standing around here eating grass all day. Uh, suppose you also, how do you feel about berries? I think we can get you berries instead of grass. I mean, 
I've never had a berry. I know a lot of the berries around here, my mom said are poisonous. So... These ones would be good, I can assure you. I mean, I could try them and see. Well, then I suppose it is settled. But I do have one final question, if you will be joining us. How do you feel about the stars? They're up in the sky. We don't necessarily change anything about the work that we do or the the life that we lead. They just kind of spectate, as far as I know. They're cool, I guess. I'm just curious how other types of beasts and other animals, or creatures rather, view them is all. Well, then I suppose it is settled. Uh, Rob, was it? Yeah. I will let the others know. Thank you. <laughs> Nods his head and, and turns around and I'll... Yeah, I think it's concentration. No, it's not. I guess I'll speak to animals for another like five minutes, but uh, <laughs> I'll just turn to the others and say, we'll be taking the young one. Rob, I believe. He kind of looks is like, I don't know if I named any of them Rob. There's a Billabob. And he points at the Palomino one. <laughs> Right, uh, same difference, I believe. If it's all the same, I think it prefers Rob. He prefers Rob. Interesting. He said that to you? Well, no, but his mother's called him Rob. Ah, I see. All right, then. Rob it is, but you're welcome to take him. Hope that was interesting enough for you, Elon. Uh, seeing them nod at you was definitely interesting. <laughs> Do you need help? I don't think so. I believe he'll come on his own volition, but... True. Alright. <laughs> Delthu, since you still have to speak with animals up, you would kind of hear him in the background saying goodbye to his family as he he's sort of getting things in order before he would finally just kind of approach you and stand awkwardly to the side of you. Well, let's see if the others are ready then. Or we're bringing... You're taking us in a cart, uh, dressing the farmer. Yeah, um... Uh... We can take you in a cart down to uh, Millsboro, and my friend Mike, he's got his little shop up there. He can build you one. Well, uh, I suppose there's anything or any help you need from us getting it uh, ready, getting him ready? Not quite. I mean, he ain't going to pull our cart. I'll have a couple of the others uh, pull our cart into town. He'll he'll get tied to the back, um, so you can just unhook him once your cart's all ready and done. All right, then. suppose we should see what the others are up to. Yes, let's. That was interesting. No offense, I've seen a lot of magic, but that, that was actually useful. I like to think most of my magic is useful in some way or another. But to, to be quite honest, that is more... not It's not the stars doing, but it's magic of a different sort. Exactly. I mean, I've, I've seen some type of elemental magic here and there. I mean, from what I've seen, but I mean... It's not like anybody in town actually fights anybody anybody or anything with it. So, yeah, uh, let's go. All right. And you guys all make your way kind of over to um, as Jeffrey and his son sort of get the horse that you chose ready, kind of put him in place to shoe and get ready for that. Uh, you guys walk over to where Chatwin, Rubo and Damien are all. Standing around, Damien's reforging horseshoes. I don't know, Rubo, Chatwin, are you guys doing anything special while you're waiting? There is something I wanted to get done when we had a bit of downtime. So if my help isn't needed, I'm probably sitting off the side with my little journal that I've been keeping all my research and stuff in. Uh, is it at this time that Elon and 
Thalithor coming over? Yes. Okay, I will kind of um, wave um, Elon over and just kind of, Elon, hey, could you um, come here real quick? Yeah, what's up? So you said um, when we were still in that um, other place that you were having someone send off a letter for you. Was that one of the um, Fae that was helping you or was that someone here in our world? Aliana, I just whisper it like Aliana. I passed it off and got it sent. Oh, just because there's something that I wanted to send along, but I wasn't sure how I would go about doing it. We might have to wait until we're in a town again. Okay, that's fine. I'll probably be sending one too. Yeah, Chowen, you would know usually in pretty much every like bigger like town that's not like one or two houses. There's usually among the small businesses a mail post that will send letters all over the continents. Okay, then I'll probably write something out real quick. I'll just scribble out real quick. Um to Samson, specifically. I'm writing now just to let you know I'm safe. I'm traveling with some okay people. We're keeping each other safe. I can't say I'll be home soon. Just please don't come looking for me before I'm ready to come home. Give all my love to mother and father. Chatwin. Just very short and sweet. And then fold that shit up. Yeah, I just, once we get to there, um, if you're taking stuff off to the post, I'll give this to you to take over as well. Mm, sure. All sealed and everything? Oh, yes, I have. I think I actually do have sealing wax in my inventory. <laughs> you you probably would, yeah. I do. And I do have also in my inventory the Andres Isle um, signet ring. So I will, I don't even need heat. I can generate my own heat to melt this wax on the little thing. And I'll stamp it with my ring, which the sigil is um, a gilded hourglass that is either half full or half empty. It's a matter of some debates. Um, <laughs> but that is the sigil for the, um, Andrew's Isle on the ring that I have. Stamp it. Uh, yeah, here. I'll hand it to you. Yeah, he'll put it in his bag and it's just like, once I, I get mine ma- mailed off, I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, and that's going to the Andrew's Isle, to, um, Samson Darcy. Okay, good enough for me. Right. Alright, and as you guys are kind of having this side chat, Damien, uh, Jeffrey would signal to you and kind of be like, we're ready whenever you are. Alright, that sounds good. He's gonna go with him. Alright, and they would just simply ask for your help in, like, shoeing the horses. They would probably ask you to inspect all of the uh, horseshoes again. This is a procedure you're familiar with. You're definitely not a farrier, but some people who don't really know any better think of um, farrier and blacksmith as synonymous. So you've been asked to assist in some horseshoeings before and you help them make sure that everything gets on straight and that none of the horseshoes are damaged before they're put on, that sort of thing. But it takes you a little bit, but the new shoes that you made get put on fairly quickly as Rob as he was so lovingly coined, doesn't put up any sort of fight now that he's been spoken to and knows where he's going. And within maybe an hour, if you guys all work kind of efficiently, uh, especially with the sun going back and forth to get the horses, you're able to get all the horseshoes on all five of the horses. All right. And away we go. 
Yes. After that, it wouldn't take too long for them to put all the equipment together, saddle up the cart, and they would instruct all of you to sort of pile in and he would take you into town and drive you right up to the shop of his friend, Mike, who made the cart for him. Just for reference, how much would it be? Like, is it just, is it, we would have to wait for carts to be made or can we just buy a cart or carriage off of him right now? Also, we need a second horse, don't we? Yes, you would need a second horse, but he would have some refurbished carts out back that would be cheaper for you guys to to take that definitely look like lightly used but they'll get you where you need to go and he's only asking like five gold for a couple of them i can get it but i already got the horse so somebody else can get the carts i'll get the cart okay and good sir is there a place where we can go to buy a second horse absolutely you head on down the street there uh there's a stable at the end closest to the road he'll usually just ramp people horses But I know he's been looking. There's a couple of them that um, he's had for a while that have become a bit unruly he's trying to get rid of. So he might sell you those for cheap. Sounds good. I can go. um, I have not a lot of money left. um, So Elon, you can probably come with me because I have a feeling that um, you can probably get us another horse. Uh, Maybe? Yeah... Well, we can all pool our money together and I'll chip in for this. I'll, I'll do it. It's fine. Just I'm probably going to have to find a small job. I can make something back. We'll take we'll take some jobs along the way. We'll take some jobs along the way so we can get something in our pockets. Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll go and get a second horse. I'm going to talk him down from 25 gold. That's bull crap. <laughs> all right. And he would ask 25 gold, um, spewing some story about how they're very f- they're uh, purchased from the finest breeders across the continents. Oh, really? Oh, you got yours you got yours from the finest ones because my grandfather, when he bought mine for my 15th birthday, he got them from this horse breeder all the way over on the eastern coast. This beautiful beautiful beast took him took him years to get all of the right breeds together and get it it was a beautiful beast it cost him hundreds of gold pieces do you get from the same stock well we uh, we don't quite take from that far uh, there's a really really reputable breeder that we get from in the snakeskin fields got hundreds of fine horses and he definitely pulls from that similar stock Oh, that's great. So we're heading towards the snakeskin fields anyways, so we can just get to the second one while we're over there. What do you think, Elon? I mean, we're heading over there anyways. Elon's like kind of like sitting up straight, gone to his guard stance, and it's just kind of looking at the horses, and he's like, may as well. It's definitely not worth 25. All right. Then what would you pay for him? <laughs> uh, can I? I have to make a... You will have to make a persuasion check here in a minute. I'd say maybe 18. All right. Yeah, definitely a persuasion check. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I got excited. (laughs) No, no, no. I rolled a 12, but I think my persuasion is, I, that's 17 total. I rolled a 19 plus five for a 24 total. Nice. Nice. So Elon's basically going around and he's just like, this one you can see, he's kind of favoring this leg, so he's a little bit lame. 
This one, he's got mats in his hair. And you're trying to sell merchandise, basically. That'll take forever to brush out, yeah. <sighs> Absolutely. Look at this one's teeth. I can see a chip here. But these horses won't last. No, not going to last at all. 18 gold mags. Well, like I've told some folks who've walked through here, I've got an unruly beast in the far stall. You can have him for 15. Good condition, just don't like to do much. I shoot a glance at Chatwin. Why don't we just take one of our choice for 18? Have it your way. We don't want, we don't want a horse that doesn't want to move. It's three gold. Didn't I hear that, like, Damien said something about you want them with a little bit of attitude? Right, but you don't want them that have so much attitude that they refuse to move for you, and then you're trying to you're trying to go, and then one starts going, and then one just stays right there and doesn't do anything? Look, Felthu did absolutely amazing with those other horses. I don't see why not. I see your point, but at the same time, we're already here, and it's only three golds. <laughs> Fine, pick one. This one. I grab a random horse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, don't grab that one. That one is actually lame. Oh, okay, shit. Uh, I'll take this one then. <laughs> I grab, grab a different one. <laughs> you grab the one that Elon pointed out had a chip tooth. There's no chip tooth. It's just like broccoli or something. I don't know. How much is that, 18? <laughs> yeah, so you pay 18 gold for that horse. Oh, jeez. All right, but we'll take him back, um, introduce him to Rob. I want to call this one. I think we should ask Thilthu to ask his name. That I, I was going to bring it up. It, it may already have a name. All right, fine. <laughs> Chowin's a little disappointed, but helps hitch the horses up. With, I'm assuming Damien's help because Damien's proficient in like land vehicles. Damien, are you proficient in land vehicles? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, I thought you said it right. But I'll help whoever get the horses all hitched up. How hard is it? Yeah, you put the thing through the thing. It was established that Chatwin had horses. She knows maybe. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have anything we need to do in town. We're just good to get down the road. Uh, Once we we got the cart and stuff, we should be good to go. Wait. I gotta drop these letters off at the office. I'll run. Right. How could I forget? Yeah, we'll wait. Emma, I would quickly write a message. I'm not going to read that out loud. I will send that to you privately. And basically, however much that costs, I will send Chatwin's letter off to... Yeah, Samson Darcy and the Andersile is what she told you. Okay, Samson Darcy and the Andersiles, and then mine to Kriath City, to Esme. All right, and the clerk would kind of, kind of look at everything and be like, "Cool, I can uh, get these sent out as soon as possible." He would charge you a gold for the service, and be like, "Wait, you said your name's Elon?" Yeah, from Kriath. Okay, cool. We actually had a message come over from the other side of the Sparkling Grove. Someone said to keep an eye out for if you showed up. Oh. He would reach under the thing and hand you a letter rolled up in um, parchment paper. Oh shit, I would read that immediately. And you would find that it's from Esme. And she simply details how much she's kind of been missing you and 
she was relieved to get your last letter because uh, she was worried when she didn't hear from you in so long. She also says that James was grateful for the information, especially with right now um, things seem to be heating up in the city. It seems that someone's been planning a rebellion that they're trying to squash as quickly as possible. But she warns that if things get too bad, you may be called home. Fuck. <laughs> okay. But to stay safe and be sure to write her with her and James with more news as soon as you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think the guy wrote a letter and I run back probably a little bit more resting bitch card face and uh more determined like fuck i'm ready to go let's go okay who's driving what does it take to drive are you asking me that yeah i'm asking anybody because i don't know what it takes to drive and if no one's proficient at this point it can't be that's hard to figure out you just with the reins i mean like i know how to ride a horse so any takers i could try you know Asking them the direction to go in. Allow me to do it, please. It's in the front. All right. All right we'll all pile in the back. Animal handling? Alrighty. My animal handling came out to a 17. Not bad. Yeah, you're not really used to driving carts, but you are used to handling animals. And so it doesn't take too long based on, especially like reading the horse's reactions to when you pull the reins a certain way. Or, like, you very quickly realize that simply whipping the reins and waiting for them to move doesn't work. And start coupling with that with verbal cues. And you're very quickly on your way out of this tiny little town, heading north to go around, uh, around the water and head towards snakeskin fields. Into the big open world we go. Indeed. And... I believe that is where I'm going to leave it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I know that was a bit of a shorter session, but we were just trying to get through everything to make sure that we get this party and our plotline on our way to uh, bigger, more important things. So thank you all for tuning in and listening to the farmland shenanigans. If you want to hear more of us, hopefully doing more exciting things, Please follow us on social media. We are Chronicles of Krath Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel for those of you who are not big fans of podcast platforms and prefer to get your podcasts off YouTube. So tune in there for our full episodes as well. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to our episode tonight, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.